Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of... Paint the Town Podcast, episode 205. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, before uh, we get into anything, because we always get super busy and the guest comes in and then we kind of like um, forget what we're talking about, you know? So I wanted to just share with everyone that I released my second song and uh, my first song did super well, man. And uh, I think I shared that last time. But, um, you know, this one's more of a concept that I just wanted to release. I actually I was like, you know, I really learned a lot about being an artist on, uh, you know, through this podcast and talking to so many artists. And, uh, you know, I realized a lot of times we reference a lot of other artists. Right. And, uh, you know, we don't necessarily give them enough proper credit. Uh, yes. sometimes you, you know what I mean yes. so yep. uh, you know I wanted to uh, kind of like write a, a song about um, this particular subject you know so uh, here we go nice. this is actually a remix of uh, of a song that I think uh, you know I gave it a little update so uh, here we go let me know if you can hear it okay
copy you. Thanks, bro. I really appreciate it, man. Um, you know, I put in a lot of work. Are they going to be able to see me dancing there in the middle? It's not going to. I'm not. The- I'm not sure, but I appreciated that dancing, man. But you know, that, that here's the thing. I actually wrote it this song for social media. So check this out. I got like uh, um, a lot of dancers that were kind enough to uh, do a little thing for me. Check this out. You copy me, I copy you. Copy. Oh, you dude. Isn't that awesome? Dude, <laughs> yes. Like write a, a viral kind of like, so they created like a you copy me, I copy you challenge. And it's kind of like going viral right now, man. So, uh, nice. you know. Dude, not only get... those girls uh, good dancers, they're uh, pretty nice looking too, man. <laughs> yeah. Was that one yeah. of the requirements for uh, 
Well, they're all like professionals, you know what I mean? They dance for the big DJs. So, uh, you know, they're all in the network, basically. Right. So, um, no, it's just, uh, um, yeah, man, I've been putting in work. So uh, just um, nice. real excited, Dude. you know. Oh, so I want to give a friend. shout out. I want to give a shout out to Oliver Blue, man, because uh, um, last week uh, and this week, um, I've been participating in a class called uh, Artist Pro. It's for music production, right? And then uh, what do you know, man? And, uh, one of our listeners is in the class. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, he, brought wow. up, he brought up one of uh, my songs or my profile page, and then he was like, oh, shit, it's James from Fifth Town. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> dude, shout out to Oliver, man. Um, you know, you're doing it. I'm doing it, man. I'm con- continuously working on being a better producer and a better artist and uh i'm attending classes and uh uh stuff like that to improve my skill every single day you know and uh i work on my craft every single day too you know at least put in an hour or something if i you know because i don't have children and uh i'm not married either so uh you know i have a little bit more free time than the average man i think but uh (laughs) but yeah man how you been dude i mean uh i feel like you've been really busy because I have been. I mean, I haven't been posting much on, uh, you know, on the Instagram lately, but um, that usually means I'm either very, very busy or I'm off somewhere. Um, and I've been very, very busy. Um, and uh, this is one of the uh, fruits of the labor right here. Um, oh, beautiful, man. This is the uh, the book, the big project that I've been, um, I guess you could say teasing, not really teasing. I, you know, I'm just... I didn't want to talk about it at all until it was done, you know? Yeah, um, man. Uh, we got... It looks super professional, man. Dude, um, the wife really, um, really uh, helped out so much with, you know, even just finding a, a bookmaker. You know, we, we researched, she got in some bids and stuff. And, dude, we selected the nicest paper, nice heavyweight, um, great printing, the finish on the pages. I mean, it's top of the line. It's all top of the line. Um, the uh, we got a hundred. Um, this is self-published because, dude, if you, you try to publish a book, it's going to take years. And you know, this um, dude, this is one of the hardest things I've ever done. I started with about thirty-four thousand photos. Of, Jeez. You know, either my my stencils are up in the streets or you know whatever, and narrowed that down to about two thousand. And then I, I had to just give it to, uh, I had a group of about five people that um, that I gave it to and, and we narrowed it down to about, I don't know, 450, 460 photos. And now I have a 169 page um, book. And That's I got some forwards man. in here. Dude, I got the, the first four is by Dave Navarro. Second one's oh, by awesome. Hollow Doubt. Uh, the third one's Dave Duchovny. Then we wow. got um, Impermanent Art as well. And um, Jim Dyson, the professor of street art. So these guys wrote forwards for me, uh, as well as John Ennis and the wife. Um, and then I wrote, I guess, what's called a post base. It's just two very short paragraphs at the end of the book. You know, because, uh, dude, I hate talking about myself. You know, I'd rather have other people do it. So that's why I you know, had the forwards in there. And then it's just a bunch of pictures, you know. And uh, that's the way I like to have a book, really. 
you know, it's I, awesome, I, man. And and also uh, it's a limited edition because there's only a hundred pieces. So it's like a you know, kind of like an art piece, you know, there's only a hundred copies. Yes, of this um of this issue. And um, you know, we're gonna uh see what happens with it, you know, if somehow how it gets um some good exposure and um it's gonna be on Amazon, by the way. It um I think by tomorrow. By tomorrow you should be able to get on Amazon and and you know teacher one um book art book and uh get it on amazon so awesome man um yeah we're gonna, and we're gonna give our uh patreon patrons who've been uh subscribing for a long time uh you know one of the books man so, so uh like i definitely will it's included in. i don't know the... about that <laughs> um how many do we have well, we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll, we'll talk to you off air. But like I said, I'll pay, I'll pay for our Patreons, man. They've been supporting us for a long time, so it was included. Oh, dude, some of them, yeah. No, there yeah, are yeah, some yeah. that will definitely yeah, 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 get. Yeah, um, yeah. But like some of the, some of the new ones, um, you know, dude, this is you know one of a hundred. So, totally, um, and um, if you get them through me, um, I'll sign it, and then there's even a blank page that I'll uh, spray a small uh, stencil on for you. Dude, that's awesome. So, a custom art piece, man, on a you know a limited edition book, man. Um, today, uh, you know, we have our guest, Futter Mask, and uh, you know what's cool about this guy is that I, you know, I like to spot artists around town, and uh, you know sometimes I'll just see an artist at a gas station and uh, it catches my eye, and then um, you know once you see street art, you can't stop seeing it, right? So, uh, um. You know, this is one of the artists I saw, and I looked a little bit more into, uh, you know, his page and uh, found out he has an art show coming up. So I just invited him on oh, the nice. show. Nice. So uh, very cool. There you go. Introducing Futtermask. Welcome, Futtermask. How you doing? Can you hear us okay? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? Awesome, man. Yes. Very nice. Always good to have good, you know, good reception. Dude, thanks for joining us today. For sure, for sure. It's uh, actually actually an, an honor to be here. I mean, you guys have been doing this for such a long time, and to have somebody that's uh, low, low in the list actually feels good. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I was just... Uh, welcome to the show. First of all, I was just um, telling teacher over here that, um, you know, for me, it's always cool to just spot an artist. Like if I'm at a gas station and, uh, you know, I'm pumping gas and then I just look, look around to make sure, you know, we're in L.A. We always got to look around to be safe. Right. And then I look on the wall and there's like a piece I spot. And then I'm like, huh, you know, that that's a nice wheat pace I haven't seen around town. And yeah. you're you're kind of one of those examples, man. And, you know, the I looked into your page a little bit and you had an art show coming up. So I said, you know, why not help a brother out, man? So uh, here we are, man. And uh, I, I know that, you know, teacher, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've met teacher before. Um, uh, actually, when he had his show uh, down at the Fairfax High School, um, I went over there and uh, and said hi and introduced myself for uh, to him. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Dude. Wow. Okay. Um, because you got the, you got the mask on. I'm like, okay, I, there's something about him that, that looks familiar to me, like <laughs> as far as, you know, just seeing you in person and everything. And, um, 
I, I'm impressed with myself because I can remember that far back, you know, <laughs> uh, what you, what you looked like, um, or when, when you came by the show, man, that's all. First of all, thank you very much for coming to my show. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was a, that was a cool experience. Um, I mean, it was, first of all, I mean, I went to Fairfax high for a uh, summer school. So that was every time, you know, I, summer school was coming up, that was the school to go to. Um, so, you know, knowing that you were going to have a show there, I was like, really, that's kind of weird, odd. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine a school having an art show. So I was like, I got to go see it, you know? That's cool, yeah, of all things, of a, of a graffiti artist that does vandalism, you know? <laughs> you know, let me set up in, in their uh, in their school. Um, now, first of all, before we go any further, um, you said something about being someone that's low level. We don't look at it. Um, like that, you know what I mean? Um, to us, uh, you know, when, when you come on the show, we don't talk down, we don't talk up people. You know what I mean? We, we talk with people, we hang out with them, you know? Um, so, um, and draw, you know, don't even think about that as being how you identify yourself anymore. No, um, and yeah, you know, I just, I just said that just because it's, 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 it's just an honor, you know, to be here and, and, you know, you, you go through the list. Guy, man. He's a humble guy, man. You know, I, and I appreciate that. That's that's very kind and everything. I appreciate what you're saying. Now, what is that up there uh, behind you? Um, anytime I ever see any artwork, you know, when someone's uh, zooming in with us, I gotta I gotta ask about it. So the the piece that's behind you there on the uh, on the easel, can you tell yeah. us about that, please? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is gonna be one of the pieces that's gonna be at the art show. I just got it framed, so I brought it into my studio just to to take a look and show it to my family. And, and, uh, this is a, actually a rendition of Raphael's, um, uh, back in like 1505, he had a painting called Madonna, Madonna de Prado. And I named this one actually Madonna de Los Angeles. Nice. I like that, man. Anyone that can bring the classics, you know, back to modern day. I, I appreciate that, man. That's awesome. I like um, that too. And what, people know uh, their history. You know what I mean? It yeah. just brings a different uh, layer to art because, uh, you know, not everybody who's an art hist art artist necessarily is an art historian. I kind of learned this about music too. Like some people just take music as it comes and they don't know uh, this is a der derivative of this and this, this, you know, they kind of just take it as it comes. So I always appreciate when people know a little bit about their history when they do art too. So whenever they reference something, it's always awesome. Yeah. And yeah. then when they're thinking, yeah, I'm doing something originally, like, not really. You know, if you, if you look through uh, the art history, there's going to be somebody that did something similar to what you've done before, you know, somewhere along the line. Um, how big is that piece? Uh, it's actually uh, it's uh, 24 by 36. Um, I haven't measured it with the uh, with the with the frame yet, but um, yeah, it's a 24 by by, by 30, uh, 36. And what what medium did you do that on? Um, that. Uh, so this one, I believe this one's, uh, so I, I usually use, um, for this series, I use a lot of spray paint of obviously, um, pastels, uh, inks and paint sticks. Um, and, uh, that's pretty much it actually. So do you, you combine those sometimes then the different mediums together or you keep them separately? Um, uh, usually I, can I, do everything uh i'm sorry i didn't understand that question say that again sorry you cut out a little bit like that piece behind you is that just pastel or is that pastel with um maybe uh some ink pen or something like that or 
Um, yeah, so 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 the the base is a uh, spray paint, and you can't really tell because of the of the of the of the. Uh, but if I go like that, maybe you can see a little bit better. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, because it has the the plastic wrapping on it to keep it nice and safe and everything. So that's makes it harder for me to to figure out what medium it is and and everything. But uh, dude, yeah. I, I love it, man. Spray paint, pastels, and ink, and and. Uh, Paint sticks all together, mixing together. <laughs> Mixed media, as yeah. uh, as they call it sometimes. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's, you know, sometimes people don't realize that, um, you know, that that's even a, an option. You know, they think, well, you know, I'll, I'll start with uh, with watercolor, which is like the worst thing you could do. Watercolor is the toughest medium to master other than spray paint in the wind. You know, <laughs> right. um, that's, yeah. But, um yeah, and and so the idea of even combining the uh, the mediums so that you can use you know the best part of what you do well with each medium, you know, that's uh, sometimes that allows someone to really be able to do what they're wanting to do better than if they just use one medium. So uh, nice job, man. Nice work. That's um, right. How many how many pieces are you going to have in the uh, in the show? So there is. Uh... Um, there's nine pieces that are either canvas or um, or or linen, and then there's seven Ooh. seven uh, paper paintings. Um, that I I it, it's funny when it was a pandemic, um, it it was hard to go out and grab uh, uh art supplies, right? So yeah, my wife had a daycare uh for a minute. And she had a bunch of uh, Ikea roll paper, you know, the, the one that you put in the easel and the little Ikea easel for kids to paint on. So yes. that, that was my medium. I mean, I needed uh, I needed to paint something. So I grabbed that paper and, and I just cut it out, you know, 33 because I love the number three. So 33 inches uh. width, and boom, that's how I started uh, doing these paintings. It's actually funny how, how I started this series. Uh, my wife was like, hey, um, you, uh, I'm taking a, I'm taking a, a, a class in college and I think you should take one too. In my head, I'm like, I hate school. I don't want to do this. You know, I already have enough with work and she's like, do it, just do it because I'm sure you'll, you, you'll, you'll enjoy it. So I went through the classes and then I found a, a class, you know, 121, um, art history and Rococo. And I was like, Whoa, okay. That sounds kind of cool. Um, I I uh I was I was late but uh the teacher still let me in. Um and as soon as I started reading all this renaissance uh you know classic information and it it just it it gave me this this inspiration of just wow this is it's crazy how in the moment you take it for granted of how these artists used to actually take the time to paint what they what they painted you know, and how they did it, you know, doing frescoes on wall that you could paint, but you had to wait until, until a section was kind of um, uh, dry before you do something else. And I was like, my mind was blown, you know? Dude, and they had to make their own paints and pigments and everything too. A lot of the times, you know, they didn't just go on down to, you know, Blick Art on Beverly, you know, and, and cruise in and, you know, Pick what they want you know maybe I don't, this one's a little bit too expensive you know oh you get this one or whatever you know what i mean like dude that was uh 
yeah, when you when you're looking looking at it like that, a lot of artists are kind of spoiled these days, you know. Very, very spoiled. So, I mean, that's how this series started. You know, basically, it was actually thanks to my wife that pushed me to do it. And then while I was doing this class, I mean, I, uh, I'm i a project manager for a living. So um, I was project managing six jobs that were finishing at the same time. Uh, my my class was finishing. So I had to do the, 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 uh, the term paper for that class. I mean, everything just got so, so tough for me to finish. But at the end, I ended up finishing and got an A, so I was proud of myself to do, for, do, for doing it right now. <laughs> Dude, nice work, man. Do you have uh, Do you have any kids? Uh, I actually have a newborn. Uh, she's about to be three months, so this is first. Wow. Time. Uh, it's I'm I'm dealing I'm dealing with uh with being a first time dad. <laughs> Dude, uh, welcome to the club. You know what I mean. You've <laughs> gone from being a hey, you've gone from being a survivor to a provider. There you and go. uh that is that is much much different um and uh did you say a girl uh it is a girl her name is lua oh you're so lucky man girls are much easier to to raise i have uh i have twins and they're they're 12 years old now and uh whew, uh one at a time is definitely my recommendation you know what i mean um <laughs> getting getting time to to do things uh sometimes is is quite a quite a challenge but um at the same time though you know when you do have that time and if you're tired or whatever having a kid man you you get that extra energy from there you know yeah. um yeah. that the people that don't have kids they just they don't have <laughs> right right um you know I don't, you don't necessarily get to go do what you want when you want to do it yeah man i can't uh, relate james guys. yeah <laughs> james here is uh you know i uh sometimes i live vicariously through him um but uh you know um you know i i wouldn't be where i am right now if it wasn't for my kids you know yeah. that's 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 the truth but, hey, man, um, I, I feel like you don't fully become you, you could probably become more of a man when you have children to be honest <laughs> you, you know what i mean well like, i wouldn't i wouldn't say more of a man I would it's just say like if you go a, to war uh, you could become more of a man it's not like you know i mean there's just things that you that happen in your life that make you like even manlier because uh these are the descriptions of what a man should be you, you know what i mean like, i I, under, I understand the terms that you're using however yeah. i have different terms okay to me no <laughs> one could be you know more of a man they they can be braver you know they right. can be tougher, like they've been through more shit. Um, like, you know, if you want to be great, you've got to be able to go through hell. Like I've said before, you know, you got to be able to go through a lot of shit. Um, but, you know, there's people that don't have kids that have been through just as much hell, if not worse, you know. So it, it really depends on the circumstances. But, but um, James, dude, I, Potter, I, I, we're, uh, but go ahead. Go ahead, teacher. I was just going to ask you where you're from originally. Oh, okay. So, uh, born and raised here in LA. Um, Before but, LA, like. Uh, so, I guess I, I can say that I grew up in a Pico Union area. Okay. And, okay. Uh, then I went to uh, Mid City ish. Um, I've been in Koreatown, uh, Boyle Heights. Real LA, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and downtown has definitely been like my last eight years have been here in downtown. I love downtown. Downtown, or it's a. Uh, 
people, it, it's crazy. You see a lot of crazies out there, but the people that live in downtown have each other's back. They know each other. They Everybody knows each other. And it's it's cool to have that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. What were you, you going to say earlier? You, uh, you were going to ask me something? Oh, um, yeah. Hold on. What was I going to ask you, James? Uh, oh, that I was in. Uh, I I know you love music, so I'm I'm waiting for the subject of music whenever it comes because <laughs> because I know that you love music. I love music myself. I'm a recording engineer. Let's, so let's talk about it now. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, like uh, what kind of re what kind of a uh, recording engineer? Like what? Like what kind of music? Um, well, let's start off with. Hey, we always ask this, man. What was your first album, man, that you bought? Just to give people, it, it could be embarrassing. I always tell people, man, mine's just fucking embarrassing. It was Ace of Base, man. Like, you know what I mean? That Dude, was like, mine, was El <laughs> mine was fucking Elvis, okay? Like, you know, I'm I'm almost 54, so it's You know, it's I don't okay. have a cool, Whatever. I didn't have a cool older brother to tell me, like, hey, here's some, like, cool music, man. So do you, rem do you remember from the day that we used to buy albums? Yeah, you know what? Uh, it, it's, uh, I'm, I'm not embarrassed, but if you guys have heard of Enrique Iglesias, that was my first album. Enrique <laughs> Dude, I, I, you nice. know what? Whenever I, yes. whenever I hear Enrique Iglesias, I think of uh, that song Hero, and I think of that song Escape. Those two songs, when I was growing up, uh, played nonstop on the reel. And you know what? I thought he was pretty cool until he cut off his mole, man, because he had a fat <laughs> mole on his face. And I was like, dude, this guy's just owning it. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, hell yeah, dude. You know, he's I mean, he, he had the girl. He had everything, man. <laughs> he was he he was in the music video with Anna Kornikova, right? Basically, you know what I mean? I was like, man, do you remember that? You remember Anna Kornikova? She wasn't very good at tennis, but she was super uh, attractive. She was hot. She yeah, was okay. very, very hot. hot. Yes. Okay, James. She was super hot. I mean, and I think they're still married. I'm not sure if they're still married or they're together. But... I'll, I'll check, man. But, uh, you know, fr from there, where did you go, man? Because I know I know you don't, we don't want you to leave you with Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> hey, well, you know, I'm, I'm an open book. I'm not embarrassed. Um, you know, the, I started really getting into, um, you know, my background is obviously I'm Hispanic. So my my uh, my parents are from Mexico. Um, and so I grew up with a lot of Spanish music, you know, I grew up with mariachi, with Vicente Fernandez, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, just to name a few. And it, it was just, uh, you know, we always had music at home, always had music and it was always Spanish music. But as I, I started growing, I really got into, um, uh, jazz and blues. Mm, and interesting. Hip hop, hip hop is definitely something big too. Yeah. Nice. Real quick, uh, they are still together, Enrique Iglesias and Anna Korkova. <laughs> wow. So, uh, that lucky you know, dude. What does Anna look like these days? Can you pull up an image of what she looks yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, will. She's still I, hot, or did, did she go, you know, like the way of the. <laughs> That's the way of the. I can't even think of anything. The way of the what? I can. Hey, you anyway. know, I mean, people age gracefully, but anyways, uh, keep on going. <laughs> I guess I'm just going to add to that. That if you think about it, though, that's three decades of them together. <laughs> mm. Hey, man. I mean, you know, they must be, uh, you know, uh, but let me see here. Here's a well, you know what? I think it comes down to one of maybe a, a couple things. You're you're either, you know, just meant for each other, you know, and it's it's a, a great relationship. You never argue, never have a bad you know fight or anything like that. Or you're just good at putting up with shit. <laughs> that's that's where long marriages come from you know i think it's one of those two you know she still looks Holy good man. death cannot be still now she still looks that's good that's what man. she looks like uh, these days i mean that's I think what she so, looked man. like before 
Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, man. Oh, I, my God. I think she just still looks like that, man. I mean, they have a lot of money and uh, they probably have a lot of help. So, you know, raising children isn't too stressful, <laughs> you know, and uh, a lot but of skincare. Dude, right? I mean, wow. <laughs> um. So let's talk about hip hop, man. So uh, what era, what was like your first kind of like. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Before we go any further, um, you don't have to say the exact age where you can if you like, but just so our listeners have an idea, how old are you? Uh, I I am 38 years old. Okay. So we're around the same age, man. Okay. So, uh, you know, for Dude, me. Dude, he looks, <laughs> looks so much younger than that, man. <laughs> we can't see, but, uh, you know, like I said, he definitely has a young spirit, you, you know. Well, and, dude, well, we can see. I can usually tell, you know, if someone's got a mask on, if I look in the eyes and, you know. <laughs> I mean, I can. I got a very hypersensitive eye and everything. And and uh, anyway, yeah, whatever you're doing, keep doing it, man. I'll say it. So funny thing. So two minutes before I have to go go up with you guys, I'm going crazy here in my studio looking for my mask. When I had it here, and I said I'm gonna put my mask here because uh, I'm gonna need it tomorrow. And of course, it's it's not here anymore. Obviously, probably I did something at night. Don't know where I left it. So I'm over here scrambling, looking how to cover my face, obviously, because I don't show my face on Instagram. And I mean, it, it became it became it was a choice in the beginning. And now it's just a habit. You know, what I'm saying it's just a habit. It's not that I vandalize all over the place. I mean, who cares when it comes to it? But now it's just a, a thing saying like, oh, I don't know who that guy is, you know? Mm, OK, well, let me ask you, how did the name Futter Mask come about? Mm. Good question. Um. So Futter Mask, uh, you know Elmer Fudd, right? Yeah, one of my yes. favorites, man. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> hunting rabbits. <laughs> exactly. So, um, in back in a uh, in um in junior high, uh, I had a graffiti name, and I named myself Stunning, and it was just such a long graffiti name, Stunning. I was like, yeah, that's not working. So when you know when we're doing graffiti. You, you look up to these other guys that are, you know, doing crazy stuff out there. At the moment, it was this guy named Jammer from TKO. And, you know, he was my neighbor. So he was trying to show me the ropes and everything. And he's like, dude, your name sucks, man. Your name sucks. That's <laughs> yeah, nice. And he was honest with you. That's cool. So so he goes, look, you're short. And I don't know. I'm going to say, I think I like the name FUD. And I'm like, you know what? I like FUD. FUD is cool. So it was just F-U-D. And then uh, my real name is Roberto. So I added the R at the end and became Fudder. Mm. So then I wrote Fudder for many years. And and that's still people. People still know me as Fudder. And then as I started kind of going, doing more stuff than graffiti, um, I added the mask because I noticed that when I would go out and do We Paste, and stuff like that i would put a mask on so i was just like you know what i'm gonna make myself futter mask you know <laughs> and that's I like it. it man it's catchy and uh like i said uh, it was cool because when i saw your piece at the gas station i was able to just like you know read it pretty fast and then like i said it, it caught in my mind and later on i was like you know what I'll look that up man at first i was like fuck it you, you know just just you know, so I'm telling you, man, like these things work and here you are, man, talk, talking to us. So, uh, you know, it's definitely. I got to I gotta mention there. something here um, in my uh, where I'm from in, uh, in Florida. 
um, Northwest Florida that they call the Redneck Riviera. Um, there's a, a place that's called Fud Puckers. Okay. And um, it's, uh, there's only two of them, two places, one in uh, Destin and one in Fort Walton. Um, I don't know if the one in Fort Walton is still there. Anyway, this guy had an opportunity to go nationwide with a chain of these. Okay. And because this this corporate couple of corporate guys, you know, approached him and he, you know, didn't like what they wanted to do with it. And his place is it's very cool. It has graffiti all over everything. Like you come there and write your name on whatever you want in the restaurant, the walls, outside, like everywhere. And they actually have the one in Destin, they have uh live gators. There you go. James just brought it up. There you um, go. <laughs> and uh they actually have these little these alligators. You can feed alligators there, the live alligators. And um, so this this guy didn't like what they wanted to do with his with his you know with his restaurant, and so he turned them down. And so these son of a bitches, um, there he is, yes. Um, uh, and so, alligator. Um, yeah, it's an alligator. It's a little baby alligator. Um, so these guys basically did it anyway, and they made the name Fud Ruckers. Oh, you ever heard of Fud Ruckers? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so they oh. they basically took his idea and changed the name a little bit, and um, you know, to those guys, fuck you, fucking assholes. <laughs> oh, You'll never that. be as cool. You'll never be as cool as Fud Puckers. There you so, go. Uh, anytime I ever saw your you know your name up or whatever, it just I couldn't help but think you know Fud Puckers and uh, yeah, you know yeah. yeah. Um, you know, maybe you should do something with some of their uh, some of their stuff. Fuck with it a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, hey, that's a good idea, actually. <laughs> hey, real quick, teach, well, you always mention that you're from the uh, Redneck Riviera. You know, there's a reality show right now called Florabama Shore. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I, mean, I I've you... never watched it, but I, I did hear that. I don't watch TV these days anymore. Okay, I'm um, just wondering because, like, I saw it just passing through on the ads, and I was like, "Oh, this is exactly where teachers from." You know what I mean? <laughs> this is this is. <laughs> yeah, kind of like they, they refer to it sometimes. They, they sometimes refer to it as Lower Alabama, um, <laughs> but there's even a town called Florala. Um, <laughs> And uh, it's it's fun, you know. It's a fun area if you like uh, fishing and and there's a little bit of hunting, um, and partying, partying your ass off. And then, um, and if or if you're you know if you're in the Air Force, you know there's uh, there's a few uh, Air Force bases that are that are pretty close by. Um, my parents actually worked at one of them at Eglin, but um, you know there's Hurlburt, there's um, uh, oh god, what are the names? It doesn't matter. There's yeah, so. That's about it, though. If there's there wasn't much graffiti around there or anything, and so as soon as I could get get out of there, I got the hell out of there. Um, but it is still one of the most beautiful areas in the world. Um, have you ever you ever been to Florida? I I, I I've had yeah I, I had a job in uh, Palm Beach. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It was a retirement a retirement home. <clears throat> and we needed to uh I, I, just so you know we, i do i'm in an entertainment business so we we do um high-end uh theater installations and they they built one for a very high-end um retirement home out there and um yeah so i was out there man you know that that area of florida if you go to miami it's like 
I don't know. It's like Latin America. But if you keep on driving up, if you keep on driving up, you just start to see, oh, shit, this is like New York City right here. There's just rows and rows and rows of high rises that are all retirement uh, homes. And it's like I think Trump owns like four of them. You know, I was like, God damn, there's a lot of money out here, you know. So uh, but yeah, I think I don't know. I've only been to that side of Florida, too. I haven't been to the panhandle side of Florida where teaches from yet, but I hope to go one day. You know, I've been to Louisiana, but uh, you don't want to spend more than like three days there, James. OK, I'm going to bring <laughs> you there for about three days and we're going to get the fuck out of there. OK, <laughs> you guys should uh, take uh, paint the, the town podcast on a road trip and take it over there for the first uh, opening show. Mm, you know, we, we have done the road trip and we went to Amsterdam okay. and we talked to. Uh, but yeah, you know, we definitely I'm just waiting for this guy to uh, have some time, man. He's super know, busy all the time. So uh, in about in about um, five years, maybe four years, if I'm lucky, you know, the, the twins will be uh, not so dependent upon yeah. us. And um, yeah, I'll be I'll be a lot be able to do a lot more. And I'm sure we'll still be doing this by then. So yeah, we'll still um, maybe here. sooner, you know, <laughs> I might be able to get like a, a month or two uh, at some point to, you know, go and uh, do something like that. Um, yeah, but I mean, uh you know, yeah, we're still the, be the here whole anyway, kids so. thing, dude, like these days having kids, I mean, hopefully you don't have to go through as many emails and stuff like that with the, with the schools. Like hopefully by the time your, your, your girl gets, uh, gets into school that, that, you know, they're not going to be calling you and leaving you messages every day and, and emails and, and, you know, um, and then you don't have to take your kids to play dates and pick them up and, <laughs> you know, take them here and take them there. Like, I don't know, dude, when I was young, I, I didn't, my, my parents were there for me and everything, but I did everything myself, you know, I was self-entertaining, I, I didn't, my, my friends were down the street, you know, they never, ever, one time had to take me to a play day, anyway, okay, you know what, let's, let's get off this scrap, I'm starting to ramble. Hold um, on, but, uh, so, so, let, speaking of childhood, man, how was your, uh, ch- childhood growing up in LA, if I ask, um, I'm just saying, like you said, you grew up basically around LA, I mean, <laughs> After, yeah. like, you know, how was your experience, man? I mean, uh, I'll be honest with you. It was it was two things. It was either uh, get involved with uh, crime and gangs because, you know, it was pretty heavy when I was yep. growing up back in the in the 80s, uh, around, you know, early 90s. It was hectic. I mean, I was sur- where I lived. I lived, uh, like I said, in Pico Union and I lived on Magnolia. Oh, uh, Magnolia between Venice and Washington. I was surrounded by 18th Street, Drifters, Harpies, um, uh, SSKs were there. I mean, ERS. I mean, all these were gangs, you know, surrounding me. And if it, in order to get out of there, you needed to either be into something else or kind of just move your head somewhere else and, and focus because easily you can get tangled in into that lifestyle that um, a couple of my friends are are, are are doing life because of it. You know what I'm saying? Can I so, ask if you, are your parents immigrants? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, who's not an immigrant? Nice. Here? Well, uh, I mean, I mean, exactly. <laughs> well, like I said, <laughs> Dude, I my think... parents, I mean, my parents, parents were immigrants. We're all. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, the but... only one that is not immigrants are the, the natives 
they were here. You know what I mean? Well, we call them like I said, Native Americans, like, Indians, or whatever. Not fucking yeah. Indians. Well, they, they they moved. Like I said, like I said, his parents moved here. I was born here. You, yeah. you know, so technically, I'm not an immigrant. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm, I'm just I'm just just trying to get a little bit more clear of a picture. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so like I said, how did you how did you uh, manage to avoid it? it? Was it was very tempting? I'm sure to, uh, uh, you know. Wait, I'm sorry. The, immigrant immigrant. From, uh, from where? Where are they? Where did they come from? Yeah, so from Mexico, from Mexico. Uh, my 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 dad is from Michoacan and my mom's from Guadalajara. Mm. Um, yeah, they 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 came here. Oh. And back in the days, it was. I mean, my mom tells me the stories. I mean, she when it was uh, my grandma's birthday, she would hop back over there, party her ass off, and then come back over here. It was so easy to do it. Yeah. You know? And but you know, as years oh, passed. Yeah. It got harder and harder and harder. Um, but yeah, so parents are from Mexico. And and how I avoided all that stuff was uh, graffiti. I, I, I Graffiti was something that would just attract my eyes, uh, my energy. I, I remember going, driving with my parents. Um, back in the uh, days, they, they used to sell this product named Sunshine. Uh, very good product too if you're into herbal stuff. Um, and they used to go do talks all over the the city. So when we used to drive around, my eyes were just stuck to the streets, looking at all this graffiti and bombs around the city, and and it was just something that just always was in my in my head. So that's how I started, you know, doing graffiti. And that was back in in first grade. Um, I Damn. grabbed. Yeah, I grabbed the uh, a crayon. I grabbed the crayon and I took it to the restroom and I wrote what I saw on the streets. And that's dope, man. And that's that was my first tag with the crayon. You know. It's, so so you you started seeing it on the street before uh like for me graffiti was kind of introduced to me through hip hop, I would say. Like wow. you know, you know what I mean? And uh, it was just kind of like one of the pillars of hip hop, right? So for you, it was basically because you, uh, you know, lived in LA and it was everywhere, right? It was everywhere. I mean, like, like you said, I'm not sure if you recall when you guys had skill here. I mean, he he gave you guys a nice little one on one of how this graffiti world was or is, you yeah, know. Man. And 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 it's very true. I mean, graffiti. Either you were a gang member, a graffiti artist, uh, artist, or not a graffiti artist, just a, a tagger. Or a tag banger, you know what I'm saying? A yeah. mix of and, and and a tagger, you know what I'm saying? So that's how that's how I kind of squeezed myself out of that. And I like more of the artsy stuff. And and you know, that's kind of how I did it, man. That's how I survived. What did you do any artwork before you did graffiti? No, no. Mm. Yeah, he right. was just say, saying that like uh, 10, 11 years old, he, he remembers taking the crayon and going into the bathroom and and uh, drawing his first piece of graffiti at school, basically, you know what I mean. So nice. he was very inspired by, uh, you know, all the the you know views in L.A. Sorry, guys, teacher cut out for a little bit, so uh, I, I'm I'm just updating him. But um, but yeah, you, you know, uh, dude, that's nice. so awesome. It's such an L.A. story, man. You, you know what I mean. <clears throat> so so like I said. I feel like a lot of people don't understand, man, because they would be like, well, you know, there was all these gangs and all this bad stuff. And you're like, hey, graffiti actually helped me, uh, you know, stay away from all this bad stuff. Um, like, how were the people different, you felt like? You know, they're, they're just different people if they're into graffiti versus into tag banging, right? 100%. I mean, graffiti, graffiti was more of you getting your name out there in the street. 
tag banging was, hey, I have a gun. Uh, you do this. I'm going to shoot you. You know what I'm saying? And 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 if you were into graffiti, if you want, if you had some sort of beef, I mean, you would say, hey, let, let, let's do a uh, let's do a battle. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's handle it with the battle. You know what I'm saying? And and tag bangers are like, no, let's handle it with the guns. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Things will get dangerous. Yep. Interesting. So, yeah. I mean, do you, do you call any battles that you had, man? Um, you know, that helped you grow as an artist? Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, this battle was pretty crazy. Um, so the crews that, that I, I started this crew named a- AMW with two other individuals, um, Echo and Subs. Uh, it was America's Most Wanted, AMW. And um, we we got up for a while. We were up in the valley. We were up here in L.A., um, we got really close to this other crew named LAPD. Um, and LAPD, <laughs> and I mean, we were, <laughs> you know, both sides of the law, you know? <laughs> nice. That's funny, man. Yeah. I like that. And we, we were, LAPD and America's Most Wanted going into the battle. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a battle. We were together. We, we became a, like a one. So we, you know, we got, we kicked it together. We became one. And then, uh, uh, I mean, we would hit up the Fairfax bus. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, buses were crazy. That was the thing, getting up on buses, like what Skill said. You know, if you were up in a bus, man, the 206 was yours. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, I saw, you know, I saw Ash on that on that bus. Oh, I saw Sight. Or I saw, you know what I'm saying? You were like, oh, man, like, it was it was a hype. You know what I'm saying? That was a hype back in the days. Um, but there was another crew named WCP uh, and SWAT. SWAT, the SWAT crew and and WCP. So they battled us. So it's America's Most Wanted, LAPD versus the SWAT and UCP. And we went all city, man, on the freeways. We hit the 110, the 101, uh, the 405, and and uh, what's the other one that crosses? The one, uh, so 105, 110, 101, and 405. That makes the whole square. Yeah. All over. Wow. All over. Man, nice. That, 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 now, did uh, did you ever have any uh, close run-ins with with Johnny Law? Uh, you know what? Uh, yes, one time, uh, right there in front of Fairfax High, uh, hopped on the bus doing my tag, and I mean, all of a sudden, I see this guy, and he's coming towards me, and I have a feeling, oh, this guy's this guy's an undercover. I popped the, the window of the of the of the RTD bus, jumped out. A couple other guys jumped out too because they were doing the same thing. Started running. They had a cop outside waiting for us as well. He got a hold of my backpack. Okay, that was my dope ass backpack because I had Wu Tang <laughs> in the back. Oh, <laughs> I had my disc player with like the Fujis in there, Wu Tang. You know, you, you name it, man. That was like. Did you draw Wu Tang with a whiteout marker? On yeah. your backpack? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Man, he he got a hold of that backpack and took my CDs, man. Oh shit, man! My CDs and my and my the old disc player that the Sony disc disc players, you know those old school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh God. With 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 the stabilization, you you know what I mean. You gotta you gotta hit that button, and it, it helps to not skip, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, so so dude, man, one thing I noticed about 
you, man, is you have so many different styles, man. You're not just a wheat paste. That's you're awesome. Not, you know, you're not just a, you know, I can tell you, you know how to, you know, letter. And then I, I can tell you wheat paste. And then you have your classical art stuff, man. So, like, you know, tell us about, like, uh, is this a journey that, or do you kind of revisit different styles uh, again? Uh, you know what? I, I, it, I, I, once I do it, I can always go back to it. I can always do it. Um, it's just a matter of like graduating from different series that I do. Uh, it, it, it becomes a habit. So it's like, if I start doing letters, I'm stuck with letters until I can't stop doing them anymore. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Until it gets to the point where I'm like, okay, I am done with letters. Now I'm going to do something else. You know, and that's what happened with the, with this Renaissance thing. I mean, I started back in 2020 and it's 2023 and I'm still working on it, you know? Mm. So it was, nice. so it was, it, it, got, it was like, I need to do a show so that way I can go on to my other series. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I, I think it's really cool, man. Cause I would never think that a guy that does letters, uh, you, you know, and uh, like I said, would would be able to like do something like this, man. And it just kind of shows you your depth as an artist, man. It's really cool. And uh, like I said, man, it's I, I always love spotting artists, man, that I didn't know before. And yeah. uh, uh, you, you know, I, well, I, I, just, I I mean, I think that um, you know, artists that are, are real artists. You know, a, a true artist is is someone that's not afraid to explore and, and try different things. You know. Um, if you just get locked into one thing, that's fine. You know, no disrespect or anything, but yeah. you end up starting to become what's called an artisan instead of an artist, you know, and, and you don't grow as much as you could grow if you, uh, if you allowed yourself to explore and do what you're doing, man. So that's awesome. I love seeing that. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it you know, it, it just becomes a habit. I, 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 next thing I, what happens is that I never know what's my next thing until all of a sudden Boom, there it is, you know, and in between, I'm always doodling, doing this, doing that. And then it's just a, a, a or going back to stuff that I did before. And and it, it kind of just helps, you know, what I'm saying it puts the sauce into the meat so before you put it and cook it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it kind of yeah, it kind of happens organically, basically. You know, you just go with with what you're feeling. And that's dude, that's awesome, man. I, I thought that. Um, we're uh, we're renting a house and um, and I thought you know it's a very simple house and but there's a really nice um, artistic feel to it you know so I haven't done any any paintings in a long time and so I thought you know man in this house I'm gonna I'm gonna get back into doing some you know some acrylic and oil paintings you know but um, uh, that's that's when I learned about what's called liquefaction. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know if you know what that is, liquefaction. Um, it I don't is, know what it is. What's that? I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is? <laughs> LA has quite a bit of it. And I just thought that the area that I was in was was kind of like an epicenter for all of the little trimmers that happened around or something like that, you know? Because there's always like this, you know, oh, the this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, no, 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 no. It's, it's not, a, it's not, um, that's different. Um, some sinkholes can develop from liquefaction, but um, dude, there's actually a liquefaction zone map on online. You can look it up. And so uh, I did in the house that I'm in right now is just um, basically the road that you come down. It's a pretty busy road. It, it looks like it's 
cause some liquefaction itself. It's almost like a river, basically. Oh, wow. And so when the when the cars are coming down the mountain and they they hit this spot, you know, yeah. you have usually a pack of cars, you know, which is several tons of weight hitting that, and then it just you know. And That's when we had the big rain, when we had that yeah. big rain a few months ago, it got worse. And then the, the, the rains we just had now, um, yeah, I've noticed this, a spot in the in the backyard is kind of sink sunk down a little bit. But um, dude, it is. There's always like a like there's a, a subtle one going on right. Yeah, it's it's like a dude. I have videos, um, and actually the the studio I'm in right now. Um, I made it look like a, a little schoolhouse because I put a, a bell bell tower on top, except I put a spray can in the in the bell tower instead of a, a bell. And that's that's one of my indicators because when there's no wind outside and that thing is shaking like this, oh, there's one. Yeah, there it's going now. <laughs> Just speaking of it. Wow. Um, that's Sounds when like, I know that. Like you're nearby cold water or something like that. <laughs> yeah, close to it. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it's it's amazing how much of LA is um, has liquefaction going on, yeah. um, and those are uh, like this this property right now. You would not be able to build. Um, there's no way you could set a foundation because it would break. It would break up. There's just yeah. it happens way too often. It's crazy. So anyway, my my uh, my point is, I you know thought I was going to get back into do, doing some painting. Nope. Because, dude, you ever try working on a painting and then someone just kind of nudges you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it's like. Um, well, to me, so, you, know that, you know what that's called to me when you like uh, do a little mistake? I call it a beautiful mistake because mm. after that, I can go ahead and get another idea to work on that or do something that just works with it. You know what I'm saying? I actually love mistakes. Mistakes make a painting well at least for me but yeah like happy accidents right yes <laughs> i i you know what um if i was uh I, i'm too much of a control freak basically yeah. um the kind of painting that i was going to try to get back into i was actually gonna you know um do make a little bit more simple but you know still a very controlled um feel to it um or application rather yeah. and um you know, it just, uh, it, it, this was not good for it. So I got into doing molding and casting and, and getting my book together. There you go. Um, and so, you know, I think that's kind of what it was telling me was that, you know what, dude, is you, you need to stop painting and, and doing all this other stuff, stencil cutting, whatever. It's time to put a damn book together. Okay. So um, that's what I have spent. uh yeah, the majority of the time that I've been here, I've been putting that damn thing together. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I, I do look forward to getting, getting on to another medium myself, you know. Um, but that's awesome, man. I, I, I love what you create, man. Hopefully, I want to see that book and then I want to see what else you start creating. That'll be a good inspiration for a lot of people that look up to you too, man. A lot of people look up to you and see all your work out there. So keep at it, brother. Keep at oh, it. Thanks, man. Oh, I yeah, appreciate man. that. Just to go back with James and about hip hop, man. I'm not sure if you know Living Legends, uh, Scarab, um, DJ Muggs, Ill Bill. I mean, Action Bronson, Aesop Rock, Dead Eye Mind Tricks. Uh, dude, this was uh, this was I my old school here. 
nice man i'm I'm a big underground hip-hop head too man like you know i've just kind of moved away from hip-hop as a genre because i feel like uh um i don't know it's just different now man like uh, you know maybe i'm getting for you old. yeah you yeah, had your like, journey with it and <laughs> and you're ready for another journey you're being a true yeah. artist like i was talking about yeah I, I i don't know man i just feel like i can't really i like you know, I, I realized the other day I, I do like my music with a little bit of danger like inside it. It kind of makes it just like uh, uh, makes me feel like myself, I guess. You know, if the music is like too uh, soft and hearted or whatever, just, you know, it's not as much for me. But now I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm like, I just want to have a good time. Like, you know what I mean? And like sometimes uh, the vibe or the energy you attract um you know, like I said, it's just a little bit different like nowadays, you know what I mean? But definitely all those underground hip hop heads, all those underground groups, I felt like it was way more depth in their lyrics. Um, you, you know, you're talking about freestyle fellowship, like, yeah. you, you know, all these kind of like uh, J5. I, you know, I love all these kind of like old school, uh, you know, rappers, man. But, you know, they don't even rap the same now, actually. <laughs> you, you know, when you... You know, Young Thug is like one of these big rappers that is, you know, he's going through like a court case right now with Gunna. And I watched that whole like documentary on it. And then, you know, I feel like they're all kind of derivatives of Lil Wayne. You, you know and I mean? Lil Wayne kind of like went a certain way, like how he started rapping. And then they all kind of like started going that way. And the like kind of like the poetry flowing uh, kind of went went away um, more to like this auto tune thing going on right now, right? You, you know what I mean? <laughs> Butter. Yeah, that's why then you go back to your jazz and your blues, man. That would always save you. Yeah, you that's know? true. I, you know, Albert King, Nina Simone, Otis Rush, Grant Green. These guys are amazing. I mean, it's just you listen to that music and it just brings you that soul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I I love it, man. I, I you know some people don't get down with jazz because like you know it's not loop based. You know what I mean? It doesn't go in a like it doesn't go in a loop, but like I get it, man. And I, all over the place, you know, same thing. Yeah, it just depends on what kind of jazz, you know, blues is more structured and stuff like that, too. Right. And yeah, uh, yeah man, like I said, but I, I first, you know, I, as a as what I'm doing right now as a DJ, a lot of times I want to stay kind of like younger, too. I don't want to be the old guy like spinning the black and white music <laughs> you, you, you know what i it's mean because you want the young girls don't you huh it's not yeah. bad it's, you know you know like i said yeah you do my, my age yeah you do there's like, nothing wrong uh, with that hey there's nothing wrong with that like man. i said old people old people want to hang out in bars and you know have, sit down you, you know what i mean like uh when you're a dj you want people to uh get up and dance and usually that's not the older people but like i said different time different place you, you know what i mean so uh uh, but like I said, I can appreciate all things and, uh, you know, how I kind of um, I was DJing teachers art show um, that night. And uh, I definitely like I said, I selected a lot of hip hop to play that night, too. And uh, um, even though I'm doing like mostly electronic dance music now. So, uh, you know, I actually dropped a single at the beginning of this uh, this uh, uh, this episode of Futter. So, okay. so like uh, I, I appreciate you. Um, you, you know, just I'm I'm sharing that with you on this episode. <laughs> you, you know, check it out, check it out, and let them know what you think, man. Yeah, man, I have a I have a very not not a sophisticated sound system, but I have some Martin Logans, I have some mm -hmm. J L Fathom subwoofers there, uh, thirteen inch subwoofers. Woo! I mean, nice, I said man, channel system, and I'll I'll rock it, man. I'll see how that you know for sure if I. Hell yeah, man. You know, that's what for me, it's like electronic dance music is like that's kind of like the front, the next frontier in terms of like 
messing with these like super high quality sound systems. You, you know yeah. what I mean? And like it's very technical uh, and stuff like that, too. So I don't know. I'm just kind of focusing more towards that. But like I said, my roots are always hip hop. Um, like I said, maybe I'm just getting old, man. But uh, <laughs> but hey, lastly, man, I want to ask you about your art show, man. Tell us a little bit about uh, uh, Futtermass versus the Renaissance, man, because I mean, um, you know, it's coming up uh, this weekend, right? Yeah, it, well, it'll be on on Friday. It's a it's a one day thing. Um, you can get your tickets at, uh, at Eventbrite. Uh, they're free tickets. Um, you can come. Um, I, I'm trying to make it very uh, so everybody can uh, enjoy and not just look at art. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna build. Well, not me, but uh, you guys also know Inksap, Mister Inksap. Oh, yeah, um, I love oh, that yeah. dude. Shout out to Inksap. <laughs> He's going to build some uh, art walls that he calls them. And we're going to have people weed pasting there so they can learn how to weed paste. You know what I'm saying? Um, nice. I love it, man. Nice, so man. Cool. And then, you know, there'll be art for everybody, man. People that want, I mean, I don't sell myself expensive. Like sometimes you go to these uh, galleries and you see stuff like, holy ground, 10 grand, 15 grand. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm, saying, I'm from the hood and I want everybody to have a little bit of futter mask. And if you really like my art, you can buy it, man. It's, you know, 300 bucks, you know, a thousand bucks, you know, it's for everybody. You know, you, get awesome, a, man. you know what I'm saying? I want everybody, if you want something from Final Mask, you can have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, nice, I, I want to sure. check out these art walls, man, actually, man. That's a really great idea, man. Is it like heavy, like kind of like uh, wood or how does he build them? That's correct. Yeah, they're made out of wood and plywood um, and basically it's almost like an A-frame kind of, but it, it makes them nice and, and, and uh, uh very vertical sturdy sturdy yeah sturdy and it'll be three three walls all together so it'll be a nice decent wall so people can go and and do some weed paste you know people are always hitting me up hey you know take me on a run show me how to weed paste you know how do you do this how do you do that and you know i'm like you know what come to my art show i'll show you how to do it you know what i'm saying that's Dude, awesome that's man. awesome Dude, man. i love that, that. hell yeah, yeah man I, you know what remember I'm... also on uh, Mr. I'm huge. I'm not sure if you remember him. Alex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, that, oh, guy, yeah. that guy's a brother, man. I love him to death, man. That guy's cool. And actually he hit me up when I, when I was, when I started doing wee pacing, like, dude, man, you're, you're getting up all over the place. How do you do this? I'm like, dude, Alex, let's go and do it. So, uh, you know, me nice. and, you know, we, we started wee pacing like crazy and he had, you know, that little mini me right there. And oh yeah. Yeah, and we did a collaboration with him and me of like the mini me with my futter mask hat, dude. It was it was dope, man. I just had to bring him up because he's such a inspiration, it, dude. That's so funny. I, I some I heard a rumor that it was mini me doing the I'm huge thing. So uh, no, no, it's I, I not. swear to God, somebody told yeah, me. Alex that. is. Uh, I think where is he up Alex in Inc., uh, right? in Michigan? Is he yeah. in Michigan now? Where is yeah. he? Milwaukee somewhere over there. Yeah. Um... And man, I'd, I'd love to, I mean, I, I, I hope he's doing what he wants to do, but it would be nice to, to see him, you know, um, getting back into it a little bit, you know, cause I, he was a really, really nice guy. Uh, I enjoyed his company. Um, yeah. and it would be, yeah, you know, it'd cool, be good like, to have uh, him back. That scraping thing, kind of like art, right? Like you have like a wedge and then you kind of just like kind of move the paint around with that wedge thing. Right. Alex Inc. No? Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought Ooh, I was... somebody's popular getting a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, that's what you call uh, my mom. <laughs> She's. 
my mom thinks I'm cool. <laughs> Dude, it's been awesome having you, man. And uh, thank you so much for joining us today on the show, man. Can you drop your social one more time? And, uh, you know, uh, just the details about your art show, just to remind everybody. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so uh, show is uh, this Friday, 3-3-23. I love the number three. So uh, that's why I had to do that day. Uh, and it's from 4 to 10 p.m. Um, you can uh, go to my Instagram, Futtermast. Uh, in my bio, there's the link, and you can get free tickets. Come see me. Awesome, man. And what's your social media? Uh, Futtermask. F-U-T-R-M-A-S-K. Awesome, man. Um, yeah, go ahead and follow Futtermask and uh, follow us at PTTP Show. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Love you guys. Take care and peace. Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastrayart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.